0: when we turn the lights back on when the when this turns back around i think people we're going to look back at this in a year from now and we're going to go wow remember when we used to remember when you know and maybe it's going to be you know changing uh, the way we use chemicals maybe it's going to be focusing on smaller menus and better i mean who knows yeah. we're doing a lot of things right now to survive maybe they're going to become the norm
1: i don't want to share someone else's thoughts I want to create my own original thoughts. I want to create my own original solutions. I want to look at situations and come up with my own phrasing, my own words, and do it my way. This is the John Taffer Podcast. Shut it down! My 21st day in quarantine, hanging in my house in Las Vegas. And I tell you, I'm really starting to like my house a lot. You know, I've been hanging in a bar. I've never told you guys this. I don't think I've ever talked about this before. I have a flight simulator cockpit in my man cave in my house. In my man cave in my house, and I'll take some pictures and post it online. I have my electronic drum set, which I play often. And right across on the other side of the room, we have some exercise equipment. And then there's my flight simulator. And I'm not talking about a computer screen and a joystick. I got a complete whole flight simulator with all the throttle control, all the radio controls, uh, 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 all the idiot light panels and 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 uh, communication systems and autopilot systems and everything. And, and a lot of my flight, Uh, a simulator cockpit is is mirrored off a uh, Boeing 737 and it used to be more of a hawker which is what I fly actually my plane is a hawker so it used to be configured after a hawker bit so I've been hanging out I've been using every toy I have playing every game I have spending a lot of great time with Nicole unbelievable time with my doggies and just realizing that you know there's light at the end of the tunnel after this guys there is another side of this and whether it's six weeks or four weeks or 12 weeks or even 18 weeks or even 20 weeks there, I say, when this ends, this ends, we all get back out. We start to get closer to life. We start to see each other. Before you know it, guys, when we're quarantined, we'll be able to go to each other's houses in a few weeks as long as we don't stop in between. We know we're each safe. So socialization is going to start again in people's houses. It's going to start moving back to public environments again. Suddenly, we'll start going to parks again. So things are going to get better. And if you think about it, what is our enemy other than the virus right now? Well, if you're locked in your home and you're really smart, you don't go out, you don't see anybody, you don't let anybody in, you sterilize your packages, you'd be really, really smart and diligent about it. In your home, you have little to fear as your personal well-being, finances and things like that aside. So if you're in your home and there's walls around you and you're inherently safe because you're not letting anybody in and you are being disciplined about your procedures and stuff, then your own enemy, only enemy, is time. Think about that. So if I have a cocoon around me and I can't catch the virus because I am really insulated from it, then all I need to deal with is time, and time if we keep ourselves structured and, and and put together programs and regiments and get into things that we enjoy, time can be dealt with. Look at prisoners who deal with 20 years, 10 years, 5 years. You know, years ago we used to talk about the fact that put somebody in prison and a few weeks later, you know, a piece of bread in a bowl of soup looks amazingly delicious. It's all relative. So how do we have good days? How do we make sure that as we're going through this time period and the clock is ticking that we can have some fun well one of my <laughs> favorite people on television one of the most optimistic people most upbeat people most fun people i've ever known is actually believe it or not guy fieri and think about guy we've all seen him on tv we've all heard him guy is all about upbeat fun energy positive and i was thinking to myself you know if there was anybody I'd like to talk to these days about our industry, where we're going, what we're doing, I'd love to talk to Guy. So you know what I did? I texted him before. He said, give me a call, buddy. Let's FaceTime today. So in a minute, I'm going to call Guy Fieri and we're just going to talk and see what there is to talk about. But I want to tell you something. There is another side of this and that's what we have to remember. So think about spending time think about the next few weeks and how you're going to deal with time if you can master dealing with time you can master dealing with this pandemic that's what i believe so who would be great and positive about spending their time well <laughs> guy so he's up at his ranch in uh, uh, northern california near napa and he's up at his ranch. He's, he's with his son, his, his uh, older son, Hunter. His younger son is coming. His wife is on their way. Uh, uh, he's got, I think, 40 goat and woods and, and grounds around him. And you know, he's just focused on what happens when we come out of this, and so am I. Soon, in a few weeks, however many weeks that is, we're all going to be talking about how we restart our businesses. We're all going to be talking about what marketing programs we're going to implement, what new product programs we're going to implement, how we're going to get people to come back through social media and traditional marketing. Think about it. In a few short weeks, you're going to be thinking about going back to work, how to make it better. We're going to be talking about a society that's changed. How do we market to it differently? What products are they going to respond to? What messaging and communications are they going to respond to? In a few short weeks, we're going to be digging in and digging out and that's what we need to look forward to so i'm going to give guy a call let's talk to guy <laughs> and let's see how mr energy mr enthusiasm is hanging out during this quarantine i'll be right back
0: don't shut down this podcast john taffer will be right back
1: As the demand for telemedicine grows, so does the need for connectivity. 5G meets that need. Qualcomm remains focused on giving doctors and patients superior, security-rich 5G connectivity. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash inventionage. So. so- I freaking love you brother So I think you have more positive energy Than anybody I know And you'll get a kick out of this I was with Sammy At a charity event Just a couple of weeks ago Before our lockdowns And the first thing he said to me was uh, right. Authentic Authentic <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I love about well, that's you a
0: hell of a compliment coming from, Hell of a compliment coming from Sammy that, That's for sure Yeah um, No but the same goes You know we were we hadn't even we had never even met face to face, but I was talking. It was one of my audio guys. He's one of your audio guys, and we were talking about. Oh, I saw the shirt. I saw. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> that guy calls it the way he sees it. You know, he kind of gives it. He just gives it the real deal. And we, you and I, can both tell bullshit. Yeah, we can. You know, can. you watch it. You do enough cable. You know, you're around enough people. You know, bullshit's bullshit when things are too contrived. And I said to him, I go has Taffer ever punched anybody out? And he goes, no, he's been close, man. He's been close. And I'm like, I knew it. I, I knew it. I knew this guy was a real badass. And, uh, and I said, well, give him my number. And that's how you and I ended up, uh, you and I ended up chatting. So, uh, awesome, man. And then, then of course you're, you know, and I love people that outdo me, uh, cause that's the fun game. And you go, Oh, you might turn like this. Does that make it better?
1: Either way. Is Either fun? way. Uh, oh, better
0: So. So anyhow, um, so just so your listeners all know this, so he says, Hey, give me your address. I'm gonna send you a couple things. A couple things. He sent me the equivalent of a liquor store. He sent me best <laughs> All right. So all of a sudden my wife's like, What wh- what did you buy online? I said, I didn't buy it online. <laughs> my buddy sent it to me. So uh the I, I think out of all things, the um the uh spritzers, the uh Salsers. sparkling
1: awesome, dude. Uh, Great flavor. I mean,
0: flavors like nobody else
1: has. Yeah, thank really you, buddy. You know, it's interesting. As a chef, you'll appreciate this. Most of the seltzers out there are malt-based. So with a malt-based yeah. product, you got to put a lot of flavor in and stuff to fight that, you know, the heaviness of the malt. Those are wa- orange wine-based. So it's more yeah, neutral right. palate. The, the flavor works much better. Okay, so what is the Fieri family doing right now during our quarantine? Where are you, buddy?
0: Well, I'm up at our ranch. And uh we have 520 acres up here in Beautiful. Uh, right outside of right outside of Napa. We have uh 400 goats. Wow. We have uh a tremendous amount of trees and we are actually my oldest son Hunter and I have been up here for the last few weeks and we have been logging uh trees um and getting things making firewood um and we have a caretaker that lives on property and his family so we get to you know we've all been quarantining in uh in place but this is the uh this is a uh, as of two weeks ago you couldn't see past that big tree so now we came through here and with heavy machinery and backhoes and and skid steers and everything under the sun we've been clearing that and then my son my youngest son ryder and my wife Lori just showed up from our house down in uh down in uh sonoma county and they just drove up and uh hunter and i'll be here for a couple more weeks and uh Lori and Ryder will bounce back and forth because Ryder is now uh they're finally getting Ryder's school uh, ah. organized you know with uh, online school so right, right. And yeah we're we're a package deal up here man it's uh it's craziest of times but i my full i've been on a full-time job i've been raising money I mean, we've, we've, uh, I started a project with the National Restaurant Association, um, called, uh, Restaurant Employee Relief Fund. I saw a guy, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we have, and you know big numbers, we have raised $10 million so wow. far. So wow. $10 million, 100% of the proceeds of, uh, this $10 million, And we're going, and I'm going for $100 million. Everybody's like, oh, you gotta be so happy you got $10 million. I said, yeah, that's one tenth of what I wanna do and everything. 10 million is the, no, no 10 million no is the beginning of 100 million
1: especially so, 100 if we can get some of more. the distilleries and breweries to jump on board as well
0: come on now here's my sell, john and you get this better than anybody okay make the investments these are the people this is what i've said to every soda company every beverage company every chemical company here's the deal this is not a one pop shop. okay this is going to be an ongoing thing Here's what I want you to remember. The restaurant industry has been serving all of us forever. All right, They've been giving to us forever. And now this situation comes up, which has never happened before, which will probably, I mean, I hope never happen again. But the point is, these folks have never asked for anything. Now is the chance for everybody that's been getting them to do things for them. Them to do things for them. You know the point. I do. Forget it. He's on a roll. Let him go.
1: But the point is that we're the largest employer other than the federal government in America. And what bothers me, guys, they're talking about cruise ship release, which is like 70% owned by huge corporations. You know, they're doing about $60 billion a year. We do almost a trillion dollars a year. Our employees are critical. They're also our neighbors in many cases. They're the people that we see day to day.
0: And 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 that on top of it, John is is the fact that I'm trying to find somewhere I can stick my phone because it's too old, to, it's too hard to hold. <laughs> um There we go. Now it's going to tilt. There's a magnet on the That's back. That's okay. Magneting so very well. Um, you know what it is? Is a lot of these folks just like anybody doesn't believe that they're going to be affected by this. A lot of these hourly employees live paycheck to paycheck. A lot of these folks have multiple jobs and they're in the restaurant business because they'll they'll work an eight-hour shift here and an eight-hour shift there. I mean, this list of things goes on and on and on. So here's what I've been telling everybody. I go, here's my pitch. I'm in this for the long haul, National Restaurant Association in for the long haul. I said, we want the money today. And I promise you that when these restaurants get back to getting into business, and they're out there getting ready, you can bet that I'm going to be there reminding them that Pepsi came through with a million. Yep. Uber Uber Eats came in with two million and another three million to pledge if they match the ple- that they'll the that they match the pledges with the customers. You know, <clears throat> that we had Cargill get involved. You know, we had uh, my buddy's winery, Costa Brown Winery, got in. They're giving 40 bucks for every case. That's good. You know, so these are the people... So I said, don't think you're just making the donation; it's going to go away. We're going to remind everybody who was there for these restaurant employees in the tough times, and uh, and we're making a difference. And I'll tell you something: the emails, the texts I've been getting from people saying thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, what? it's not just the money, John. Yeah. It's not just the money. It's the
1: it's the purpose. It's, it's, it's the point. Knowing
0: that somebody's out there giving a shit about you and doing something and making a donation on your behalf—that to me is. That's what that's what that's the silver lining inside of this terrible time,
1: yeah, and a hats off to the National Restaurant Association. I was speaking with them yesterday, guy, about this very program and promoting it. They're doing a great job, they're also doing a great job linking with Washington, making sure that the the stimulus packages are structured properly uh, uh, also Thomas Keller is doing some great work as well, uh raising uh, dollars, so
0: he's such a pro, he's such a pro, yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing you know, and then you look at our our brother Jose Andreas. Who's out there just uh I always, I got this, uh,
1: always the first guy there.
0: there. And Jose is doing such a fantastic job. And we're just, you know, as Jose will tell you, as all of us know, you know, we we are not in the clear yet. This is gonna get um, you know, we got we got some more layers of this that we have to go through. Yeah. But that being said, you know what? It gives it makes you really proud to be in the industry right now. And see all the people. How, look at this, huh? Yeah. I forgot I had the tripod. It go. makes you really proud, though. It makes yeah. you. It, it's so exciting. In a terrible time. Well, here's the other thing. You
1: it's, know what else, guy? I've been, I've been, I've been working on is a lot of people are talking about, you know, the pandemic and how do we get through the next eight, ten, twelve weeks, et cetera. I'm really focused on restarting. And, you know, when we restart, and we're going to, buddy, whether it's six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks ahead, we're going to restart. And, you know, those of us who believe in the future, a motivator to fight through this are the ones that are going to survive the most. And, you know, I'm thinking is, how does our business change going forward? Well, we might lose a few tables because we got to space people a little more, right? There's little things that might have to happen as we go through the industry. But, you know, guy, in a strange way, I'm excited about the restart, I'm, you know.
0: Listen, we haven't, done We haven't done a reboot. We haven't done a re- reboot in a while, and and I'm not saying yes. Does it mean it's going to be training? And does it going to be learning? And is it going to be adapting? And it's going to be understanding? But I mean, look at something that's going on in our business right now. People are able to deliver cocktails. I mean, that's <laughs> going to rebrand. That's going to rebrand the liquor laws in every state. Wait a second. We did it when we had a. A a, a pandemic, but now we can't do it? Well, why If it's so dangerous? So I think that there's things like that. But I think, you know what? I think our safety and sanitation is going to improve. I think our uh, social media and our ability, you know, there's a lot of restaurants, as you know, you go into these into these places to save them all the time. Amen, by the way. Great man for saving these folks. Uh, Everybody thinks it's easy to do our business. And then (laughs) even those that are doing our business realize it's not easy. But it's going to be a change change is always a little bit difficult but i think that that is another one of those silver linings. you got to find the positives you know as you were saying you got to find the positives out of this and uh when we turn the lights back on when the when this turns back around i think people we're going to look back at this in a year from now and we're going to go wow remember when we used to remember when you know and maybe it's going to be you know changing uh the way we use chemicals maybe it's going to be focusing on smaller menus and better, I mean, who knows? Yeah. We're doing a lot of things right now to survive. Maybe they're going to become the norm.
1: I agree with you. I think the k- kitchen processes will probably change. Kitchen attire will change, of course. I'm not sure we'll see street clothes in kitchens for a while. You know, I think little shifts like that, I think, are being a big difference. I think we're going to see, you know, kitchen-issued hats rather than people wearing hats from home. I think little things like that, which in the end, guy, only make us stronger as an industry when we get through it all.
0: It it's thing. I mean, I'm not saying it's lazy, you know, and everybody's got their own style. And you know, some. It, but the point is, that we see where these situations are becoming. We see where these situations are have become, and where they're taking us. And just like hand washing, I mean, just hand washing in its in its own right for everybody. You know, it's a funny thing. As long as I've you know been in in you know the uh, celebrity side of things, I'm a fist bump guy. of the time it was because I'm in the kitchen and I'm doing something or I'm I'm in a show cooking and someone, hey, how are you? And I don't, you know, I've got sardines on my hand. Here you go. (laughs) And then when you really start thinking about it, though, where was that person's hand recently? You know, and Howie Mandel, I mean, I love Howie. He's such a great (laughs) guy, but he's the king of the fist bump. He was doing it before anybody. So um, I think you're going to see some social norms change a little bit. And without it being looked at, like, wait, you won't shake my hand. Why not? You know, hey, give me a little fist or give me a little elbow. Who knows?
1: I think and things like that are good. You know, they make sense. There'll be less colds, less flu. But you know, I want to end this in a positive way, buddy. And thank you so much for taking the time. You know, I love you.
0: What I'm done. I'm done. Our first hangout, and, and you're kicking me off the show already.
1: No, I want to uh, talk yeah, about. I want to talk about. Earlier. I want to talk about something fun. I want to talk about your tequila with Sammy for a minute so so you and sammy got together and took a different approach to making tequila really tell us about it
0: well i'll tell you we i'll tell you the great news today we just got uh mentioned in the rob report of uh the top tequila so i think we're the top five in the top five silver tequilas out there with our with our santo blanco um so i'm a huge sammy Hagar fan all right I mean, I- i'm a rocker i'm a i'm a i'm a rock and roll dude and and I grew up in Northern California, and Sammy lives in Northern California. And, and that wasn't even the reason. I was just saying, hey, I can't drive 55, head to yep. metal. I mean, come on. And um, so I got to know Sammy because I had restaurants in the area at the time, and they had a contest for selling Cabo Wabo, his tequila. And um, I always thought I was allergic to tequila when I was in college because every time I drank it, I broke out in handcuffs. <laughs> so, boom. boom, good one. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Try the veal. Anyhow, so I uh, so I I start selling Sammy's tequila, and whoever sells the most tequila in our market, whatever it was, won this signed Sammy signed Sammy Hagar guitar. Well, of course I'm selling this tequila. I mean I'm drinking it myself. But so I win the guitar, and I get to go to a concert, and I get to meet Sammy. And this is beginning, and this becomes a thing. This way before TV becomes a thing where I meet Sammy, and I'm meeting Sammy, and I'm running. Sammy's like, oh, what's up, guy? What's up, guy? You know. So it's a cool thing. Well, then I get on TV, and then we become a little bit closer as friends. And, and well, long story short, Sammy called me uh, when he sold Cabo Wabo. I was devastated. I said, Sammy, this is the coolest. Sammy, you have it tattooed on your arm. How could you sell Cabo Wabo? And he said, you know what? For $80 million, you can do a lot of things. And that was for only 80%. Right?
1: And that was for yeah. only 80% of it.
0: <laughs> oh, you know your numbers. Yeah, I do. Of you do. So I said to him, I said, listen, buddy, I know exactly where I was. I was in Seattle. I was on an island in Seattle doing Triple D. I said, Sammy, you got to promise me, if you ever do tequila again, you got to let me in on the deal, bro. And he's like, well, listen, guy, he calls me Guy Bones. Guy Bones, I'm never, I, I got a covenant. I can't compete. I can't do it again. So blah, 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 blah. Two years later it goes by, and Sammy has Sammy's Beach Bar up. And I call him, I go, yo, Red Rocker, what's up? He goes, yeah you, yeah, you try that rum? I said, yeah, I tried the rum. I thought we had a deal that when you, and he goes, you said tequila. So he knew exactly where I was going. So I said, you said tequila. I'm like, dude, I would have gone in on the rum. He said, you said tequila. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Now, Sammy and I have all these great adventures together. And he calls me one day. I, again, know exactly where I was. And he said, are you ready? And I said, for what? He says, I'm just asking, are you ready? I said, Sammy, for what? He just, yes or no? I said, yes, I'm ready. He says, great. We're in the tequila business, baby. Says, yeah! You know, and he gives the Sammy. And um, the great thing was that Sammy has... What folks don't know about Sammy, one of the things, he is super well-versed and super knowledgeable in wine. Sammy has an amazing wine yes. collection. Um, but he also knows a tremendous amount about tequila and has all those contacts that he had from back in the day when he yep. built Cabo Wabo. So he just he just dusted off the rolodex and went right back through it and i'm telling you this tequila and this mezcal that we're making we are just rocking the house baby it's yeah. uh it's fantastic and it's not a huge production but that's not what we're into we want to make great products we, we make great tequila that really represents the two of us and we've been having a lot of fun with it and we've been um <clears throat> we've been breaking some records we're almost nationwide and, uh, the great thing is it gives me a reason to hang out. It was me. Sammy calls me the other day and says, Hey, got a new sample of the new tequila. It's getting ready to cook, you know, the, because we're doing on and, uh, and Reposado. I'm going to bring it up. Bring it up to your house. I said, Okay, cool. He goes, Make a little something eat. You know, cause you, you know how Sammy talks. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Go Make something Yeah. He goes, Hey, can I bring a friend? I said, Sammy, Mi Casa, Sukasa, Casa, man. Whatever you want. He goes, Okay, good. He was, uh, a cool dude. You're going to like him. He was, uh, maybe you met him. Uh, he's in, uh, He's in the police. I said, he's a cop. He said, no, he's a, a sting. You know, sting. He's coming <laughs> with me. So, so, so I got sting, his group. I got sting and some of his folks. Cause they're in the, in the, uh, San Francisco doing the play. Sammy, his wife, my wife. And we have a big cookout sitting out on the back patio of our new house, drinking Santo and some of Sting's wine from Italy. And, uh, it was awesome. So I could go on and on, man. It is, it is one of those dream come trues of your favorite rock star and you get to be in the band. I can't play anything, so I get to be in the tequila band. That's and, awesome. Uh, and we're crushed.
1: Well, funny story. I helped Sammy with Cabo Wabo, the nightclub. And this is years before ago. You did. Before Katrina, yes. So I went down to Cabo Wabo for Meltdown in October on his birthday, hung out in his house in Cabo with him and stuff. But the funny story is I was developing with Harris. A cabo wabo for New Orleans, and about a month before we opened, Katrina hit, leveled out the entire building, which they later turned into a parking lot, so it never opened. But uh, uh, oh man, what a great guy! Well, but going down to meltdown in October is quite a party guy.
0: <laughs> hey, I I've been down for the birthday several times, and and uh, it's always one of my favorites. We had a it was I think it was Sammy's. I'm going to say it was his 64th, and it was in the parking lot. So some years they used to do them in the parking lot. And uh, I'm there, and I'm partying and having a good time, and we're carrying on. And Sammy comes up and says, hey, uh," and this way before we ever, you know, tequila business. He he says, you want to do the intro? And I'm like, do I want to do the intro? No." (laughs) So I got up there. I got the crowd going in such a a frenzy. I'm walking off stage. Sammy's walking on, and he goes, Thanks a lot. That's great to follow. <laughs> I did. I, it's like one of those things. I learned it from you, you know, and Sam, I always give him credit because uh, he, he was always a great influence. I mean, he, even before I knew him, you know, he just, you looked at the way and you were talking about positive, that dude's positive. Yeah, yes. You were talking about a, a philanthropist, and a supporter. That's, I mean, so you, you model yourself, you pay attention to the people you're around or that you admire. And you try to do that, uh, do the best job you can of uh, following in their footsteps.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way you are, buddy. And, you know, who we hang with defines who we are, too, doesn't it? No question yeah, it about a big,
0: it. Makes a big impression in, in, and yeah. in, 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 in mutually, you know. And that's yeah. why, you know, we've never met in person, but we sit there and have a little chit-chat on the phone. And, I mean, absolutely we're going to have this meeting today. And, you know, we got to make this work. And it's, uh, But you find, what is it, the, you know, the birds of a feather uh, drink together. There is there that it? It's something like
1: that. You know, you and I have a lot of followers together and a lot of people that watch us on TV and social media and such. And I think it's important that, you know, we send a message to them as we wind this down, buddy, because I appreciate your time. This is going to end, whether it's six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, this is going to end. And we all need to focus on the fact that it is going to end. So we're dealing with time. Let's cook some great meals. Let's drink some great beverages. Let's talk to each other. Let's FaceTime. Let's connect. Let's go to social media. Let's chew up the time. Cuz if we chew up the time, buddy, we come out the other side of this closer as a people than I think we've ever been. Cuz there's no politics right now, are there? <laughs> you know? That's the- what
0: I say. We don't nobody's bitching at, any, at each other. Everybody's worried. Everybody's focused. Everybody's thinking about mankind and worried about how we're going to do this. So You know what? What I really hope, John, is is, is when this turns off, when this is done, I hope everybody remembers what these feelings were like of having it a little bit simpler, slowing it down a little bit more, not going out and and treating each other with the love and respect. um, Because we do, you know, as Americans, we live in the greatest country. We have the best resources. We have the best support. We have the best infrastructure. We have all these wonderful things. And this this infighting that takes place is just is just barbaric, you know, and and we're wasting so much time doing it. And and don't focus on the negative, focus on the positive. But you're doing a great job through this and you're you're always out there, you know, it's so funny. I'm handling the restaurant side of the things and you got the bar side of things and it's always so entertaining to watch the show and I love to catch the uh the clips of, uh, of, you going, of you going full tilt. You're, you're not <laughs> one of the dudes I want to go full tilt with.
1: <laughs> I look forward to doing that together one day, buddy. So what is the, the website different. where people can go to uh, to support the NRA? So the
0: website for the rest, so it's called the Restaurant Employee Relief Fund, R-E-R-F dot U-S. Um, and here's the beauty of it. And, and this, I'll just make this one quick because this is my sales pitch. Um, 100% of the donations, 100%. 100% of the donations go to the employees. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, I don't care what organization and how philanthropic they are. Not You've got to have something to run the deal. Well, the National Restaurant Association already has their money of their money to operate and run their program. They're sucking it up and taking care of getting the money, you know, taking the donations, handling the money, and putting together the process of getting the $500 grants out to the employees. So RERF.US that's where you can go to make a donation. And that's also, if you're an employee uh, without a job, that's also where you can go to sign up to get your check. So it's a, it's, I mean, it's a home run.
1: It is a home run. And these are ways through this that you can actually hope you help your local market because these dollars go out across the country. So this doesn't go to some national. It doesn't go to just one city. It's spread out. This is one way that we can support our neighbors in an industry that's been there for us. Thank you, my brother. I love you.
0: You're the best, my friend. I will see you. I will see you on the other side. We, we don't want to burn up through the tunnel. We got, a lot of, we got a lot of celebrating to do. We got to, right, so far, we got to bring Cinco uh, St. Patrick's Fourth of July to Mayo. Is that what it's called?
1: That's it, man. You nailed it. <laughs> Fucking nailed it, buddy. Take care, bro, brother. Be good, man. Take care. See you on the Take other side. <laughs> well, if anybody can pump you up, Guy Fieri can. He said something incredibly perfect at the end of that call. He said, quote, I'll see you on the other side. You See, he's saying the same thing I am. There is another side. So think about business, for example. Restaurants, of course, bars are getting killed. Supermarkets are doing really, really well. You know, medical supply companies are doing really, really well right now. There's opportunity abound, but it's different opportunity. The opportunity for social media content is greater probably than we've ever seen. So there's opportunity out there. you know. to be silly, my mixology line at Walmart, Taffer's Mixologist, is up 100% in sales the last few weeks. My seltzer line, Taffer's Seltzer, is up 100% in sales, a little more than that, the past few weeks. So whereas things are bleak, there's opportunity. So I want to leave you with a thought. Where is your opportunity? When we start to come out of this, what are you going to do? What are you going to restart? What are you going to ignite? Start thinking about the other side of this, how we come out of it. Because I'll tell you something, during these few weeks, politics is starting to disappear, isn't it? Old, young, fat, skinny, any ethnic group are all starting to come together, aren't we? We all have a common purpose right now. And that common purpose is fighting this virus. Well, I want to leave you with this thought. In a few weeks, we're all going to have another common purpose, going back to work, taking care of each other, serving each other, selling each other things, building things together, growing things together. All of that is just a few weeks ahead, man. It's a few weeks ahead. So let's deal with the time and let's start thinking about how are we going to restart America? How are you going to restart yourself, your business, your job? What are we going to do better when we come back? What are we going to do more energetically when we come back? Because we are coming back. That's what I learned from talking with Guy. And that's what I've been thinking about this past week. And I want you to also, maybe you should limit your time watching the news. I'm not watching the news after six o'clock at night. I'm I'm just not going there. I'm trying to keep my thoughts more positive at night.
0: What are you going to do when
1: it's ever? what opportunity are you going to chase? What's exciting to you? What can you define? What can you make of yourself in this new world that's only weeks away? That's pretty exciting if we think about it. So let's deal with the time. Let's plan for the future because the restart is not far away. And next week, I want to talk about what the restart is all about. So in next week's podcast, we're going to start predicting. What changes will happen to different businesses? What marketing communications will be different? I want to start preparing us for the restart. And that's what we're going to do next week. I'll talk to you all then. Bye-bye. Stay safe.
0: Subscribe to the John Tapper podcast right now for more episodes every Thursday.